Welcome, welcome to day four of retreat. And some of you have been with us um, every day. Others of you are joining for the first time and you'll be able to locate um, the sessions prior to this uh, all on the same YouTube channel, Enneagram Practices, or on the Crossroads website, ccmonline.org um, and then go to equip and drop down and crossroads transforming retreats so i just want to begin um, a little differently today we're, we're going to definitely practice our faith and um, use uh, some spiritual practices that will help center you but I want to have a bit of a conversation today about uh, lament. I want to talk about um, our losses for a moment. And one of the things that I'm really aware of right now is um, all of us have a very different uh, way of coping with our losses. Um, you'll have you know, maybe certain Enneagram styles that are trying to give us a silver lining on social media or at the dinner table. Um, you might have uh, people that are trying to, you know, give you all of um, the worst case scenarios that are happening in some of our hot spots. Um, this is taking place during, uh, you know, COVID-19, which none of us have ever experienced a time like this. And uh, so some are really trying to protect us. They're putting everything on the web for us to know how to wash our groceries, to, um, you know, the, um, how our government is not taking correct uh, measures to protect us or um, those that are just putting uh, babies and puppies all over their social media so that you can smile and remember that there is light in the world. <clears throat> and uh, so everyone has a way of coping uh, during a time like this. And, um, you know, we all have an emotional program for happiness is what Thomas Keating would say. And for the eights, nines, and one, um, power and control is your emotional program for happiness. And two, threes, and fours, it's affection, approval, connection. And for the five, sixes, and sevens, it's uh, security and survival. So when power and control is lost, when security and survival feels like, I don't know that that's even possible at moments. And, um, and uh, you know, affection and connection. Uh, many of you uh, have not been near some of your dear ones. I mean, um, one of the uh, gifts that I have right now is reading some of the Psalms that are Psalms of lament that give me permission to be with what is lamentable. And, um, you know, my mom is in a nursing home that's been on lockdown before everybody was on lockdown. They were one of the first to just say nobody comes in. And that's a grief. Um, that's a loss. And, uh, and then, um, you know, my, my, uh, my daughter-in-law, Libby, is doing a great job of keeping me connected with Ford. Um, I posted on Facebook just before this a little picture of him 
playing basketball in the buff. And uh, although I scribbled out his little buns because that's nobody's business but the family. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I, it brought me great joy. And yet I just feel my grief of not being able to kiss his sweet little cheeks, um, these cheeks. And um, I am aware that um, for some of us doing retreat this way is just, it's, uh, it's, it's a loss. And for us to silver lining it and say, oh, but there's so many great things about this is really to miss one of the most important ways to pray. And that is lament. Uh, you, you only have uh, to take a short trip through the book of Psalms to find Psalms of lament. <clears throat> and they are filled with protest um, and, and questions and, and grief and naming losses. So we are in um, a great line of um, lovers of God and lovers of humanity that need to lament. So I wonder how you're doing with that. Last week, um, after the, the church service, which we, the, the, um, the worship band was here all six feet apart, none of us hugging, and, and that's a grief. Um, and we uh, afterward had what's called community connection, and many of us hopped on Zoom, and, and um, uh, you know, one of the things um, was little Eden Marks got on, and she was talking about um, the grief that they didn't get to go to Florida, that they do this annual trip to go be with family and, and they had to stay home. And, um, you know, and, and if we rush too fast, um, we won't let our children lament. We'll say, you know, that's enough of that. Just be positive. Look on the bright side practice gratitude. Well, yes. And lament is a prayer. It is a prayer um, that is allowed in moments like these. And so, you know, when I look at um, Psalm 44, it's one of those songs that's full of protest. It's full of petitioning God, and it's full of praise. And one thing that I really believe that we're being invited into are all three movements uh, in this time of hibernation, self-quarantine, stay safe, stay home, whatever you want to call it. We're called to bring our protests, our petitions, and our praises to God. Um, I hope it's not lost on us that this is happening right now during the, the, the season of Lent, um, that this season is a remembrance of Jesus going into the desert for 40 days with nobody to talk to but God the Father and the devil. And I guarantee that 
this is a time for us to talk to God the Father and the devil. That there are things that we want to bring to God, to say to God. And there is times of remembering <clears throat> who we are to God and saying that to the evil that would try to speak to us and cause us to get lost in lament and stay there. For us to be lost in grief or fear or anger um, in disconnection. And I am so grateful for um, people who have practices that I know, you know, over the years, uh, we have taught spiritual practices at Crossroads. Um, from the very beginning, we've taught spiritual practices. And in the last uh, 17 years, we've taught practices that have prepared us for such a time as this. Times of solitude. Times of desert where the evil one is trying to put all kinds of fear that we won't have security and we won't survive. All kinds of anger that we have no control or the government isn't using the power correctly. And all kinds of, of anxiety around disconnection uh, because our loved ones are not, uh, we're not able to touch them in the ways that we're used to. And friends, we have practices that can center us. We have practices that can cause us to breathe deep and lean in and let God's love hold us. So one of those practices today is naming our losses. And I want to ask you, if you're watching this later, um, to sit down and let yourself name losses. Maybe you've even been writing them down as we've, we've been together in this time. Write down those losses. Write down the kinds of things, whether it's your schooling or the speaking engagements you had that you were so excited about that got taken off the calendar or the birthday party, your anniversary. She thought you were headed somewhere and, and now um, you're actually looking at the floor plan of your house and deciding where you're going to travel uh, to be with God or to be with someone on Zoom or Skype. Name your losses, friends. They are lamentable. You're allowed to grieve. And then I'm going to invite you, once you have named your losses, I want you to spend time with Psalm 44, and I'm going to read it to you. Um, and let it inspire you to write your own psalm of lament. Let the psalmist teach you how to protest, 
how to make your regrets and your losses known to God. And then how to petition God and say, oh God, we need your help. So-and-so needs your help. I got a call last night from a friend in the Detroit area whose son has COVID right now. And um, that's not the first phone call this week. I, I got an email this week from someone who uh, lives in another part of the state now that used to be in our church whose brother is on a ventilator in Detroit with COVID. Um, I, I want to say, I'm, make, I'm telling you, if you haven't been praying prior to this COVID-19, you're learning to pray and cry out to God for people. When you see our brothers and sisters um, in the hot spot in Detroit or in New York or wherever they are, and, and friends, um, if the science uh, plays out, um, we also are really doing the right thing by staying home and staying safe. Uh, because the days that our um, dear Dr. Burks is telling us, uh, we, you know, we have a reason to stay home and stay safe. And to cry out for our healthcare workers, cry out for them to have what they need to do the good work that they should do. And to cry out and to petition God to eradicate COVID-19 to cry out and to say, God, I, I'm in the desert here. I'm in the desert and I don't know where you are in this, but I'm looking for you. I'm committed to looking for you and crying out for you. And we then can find praise. We must protest. We must petition in order to come to praise. This is the movement of prayer. We've said it before. We name our desire, and we always will name the demons that are trying to keep us. Jesus would say, give me your name. Walter Bruggeman said, the reason the darkness may be faced and lived is that even in the darkness, there is one capital O and E to address. The one to address in the darkness is not simply a part of the darkness because this one capital O and E has promised to be in the darkness with us. We find the darkness strangely transformed, not by the power of easy light, but by the power of relentless solidarity, out of the fear not of that one capital O and E spoken in the darkness, we are marvelously given new life and we know not how. We have a way to be with God like we have never been with God before. We have a way to know the one, capital O-N-E, in a way that we never have known God before. And if we will be with God in this desert, we will come through. But that's for the next session. That will be the next movement in the next day of retreat.
as for today. We're going to be with Psalm 44. So I ask you to get comfortable. Put your feet flat on the ground. Put down all that you have. And allow the psalmist to guide us. Psalm 44. We have heard it with our ears, O God. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in days long ago. With your hand, you drove out the nations and planted our ancestors. You crushed the peoples and made our ancestors flourish. It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand and your arm and the light of your face, for you loved them. You are my king and my God who decrees victories. Through you, we push back our enemies. Through your name, we trample our foes. I put no trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory. But you give us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God, we make our boast and we will praise your name. But you have rejected and humbled us. You are not going out with our armies. You made us retreat before an enemy and our adversaries have plundered us and put us in isolation. You gave us up to be set in quarantine. You've scattered us. You've made us a reproach to our neighbors and scorn and derision of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations and the people shake their heads at us. I live in disgrace and my face is covered with shame at the taunts of those who reproach and revile us because of the enemy who is bent on revenge. All this has come upon us, though we have not forgotten you. Our hearts have not turned back and our feet have not strayed from your path, but you crushed us and make us a haunt. You cover us with deep darkness. If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out a, our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it? And since he knows the secrets of the heart, yet for your sake we face death all day long and we're considered as sheep to be slaughtered? I lament. Awake, O oh Lord, why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. Don't reject us. Don't hide your face. 
don't forget our misery. We are brought down to dust. Rise up and help us. Rescue us because of your unfailing love. Rise up and help us and rescue us because of your unfailing love. Rise up and rescue us because of your unfailing love. Your love, O oh Lord, reaches to the heavens and your faithfulness stretches to the skies and your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice your mercy. Be with us, O oh God, as we protest and we petition and we praise. We will not forget your work in days of old. We will not forget how you delivered people from pestilence, from plagues. We will not forget how you delivered and forgiven and healed. We are resurrection people. And we will lament and learn what you want us to learn in this time. It is so hard for us to wake up in the middle of the night and to be scared and to be concerned. This is hard for us, God. We are white-knuckling it right now. And then we breathe. And we thank God for our nervous systems that have this way of reminding us that we're human, that when we want to fight or flee or freeze or fawn, we can welcome the flow of your spirit and breathe and be kind to ourselves. And so we breathe, even now. Having given name to some of our lament, now we breathe. Breathe in for a count of four and hold for a count of four and breathe out for a count of four. Breathe in for a count of four. Hold for a count of four. And breathe out for a count of four. Let this breathing bring you some flow. Be kind to yourself right here. It takes a lot of courage to go into the wilderness. 
takes a lot of courage to name, to protest, to petition, and to praise. Just breathe. Maybe now, even if you haven't already, find a way uh, to maybe practice this butterfly <clears throat> hug that the trauma therapists have taught to us, where right hand is here over your heart, your left hand comes to the other side. Your thumbs are interlaced, and as you're breathing, you can pat or tap gently if that feels okay. Don't do it if it doesn't. Or more firmly, whatever you need. Or you can put your hands on your shoulders in the same way. Pat or tap gently or more firmly, whatever you need. And breathe. If that's not okay, you can put your hands on your lap and allow yourself to pat or tap as firmly or as gently as you need to. And breathe. And now as an affirmation, as Jesus did in the desert, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And when fear or anger or the anxiety of disconnection come, remember yourself. You are a child of God. Remind yourself, I am a child of God. And I live by the words of God. I am God's own child. My security and survival depends on God. God is the ultimate power of my life. And I am connected deeply to God. I am God's very own temple. And when I feel disconnected, I remember, I breathe, and I remember who lives and moves and has being within me. I remember the God who, who cares and is deeply connected with me and those I love. So loved the world. that God gave the Son and the Son, Jesus, 
loved his own, even and giving his own life. And God the Son gave the Holy Spirit that lives and breathes within us. Feel the Holy Spirit just breathing into you now. Even as Jesus breathed on his disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is closer than your very breath. going to be uh, turning off the recording here and uh, allowing people to stay that want to stay and those that need to leave to leave and know that we will have another session tomorrow and uh, this one will take place at the end of Crossroads live stream service and uh, we will practice our faith with the retreat practice with the whole church body. And so bless you and keep you and may God's face shine upon you and give you peace. <laughs>